0: Hey, Gabby. Hey. So today we're talking about social hierarchy. Mm -hmm. We want to get into like, you know, popularity Mm -hmm. and social status and how it affects you in life and how important it is. So here's this definition of social hierarchy, just one of the many definitions, but it says systems of social organization in which individuals are arranged by group status and have differential access to social and material resources. Some are looked at as superior and others inferior.
1: Hmm. I mean, I guess that last sentence just sums it up. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. like the higher up you are on the, I guess we want to call it the pyramid of it. The more superior, superior yeah. you are to those who are at the bottom of the totem pole, and it's—I'm I'm, kind of glad that we're talking about this because I see it all the time, especially now with like social media and mm-hmm. everything in your face, and we have access to everyone's life and everything. It's like you can see firsthand how this works True. in tr- in like real life. Like you can see that the pretty, prettier you are the more money you make, the, the more fame you have, like the more sought out those people are versus like the everyday mm. average uh, Joe who who goes to work, clocks in 8 to 5 and, yeah. and and goes home and just has a quote unquote regular life
0: yeah and that makes so much sense because you know we do hear about things like obviously racism, we oh, hear about sure. uh, mm. colorism yeah. you know we hear about those things but we don't Often talk about, you know, financial status or classism altogether.
1: Huge. Like the more money you make, Mm -hmm. um, you the you just have more notoriety. Um, the higher your education is, people typically who have masters and PhDs are typically looked at as. Um, more valuable to society versus mm-hmm. people who maybe have a bachelor's or an associate's or who maybe just don't even just have a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, if you someone, you can have like two people who work hard, um, but because someone's job is more glamorous, mm-hmm. it's it's quote unquote better. And or it's like,
0: you can make the same amount of money, but because, It's a certain field. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Very true. You can be looked at like you're not as, you know, you're you're inferior to the one. Which
1: is crazy. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, that's even with with diplomas or or with degrees. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I've known people with master's degrees that make less than me, and I don't make a crazy amount of money either. Mm -hmm. But... I have an associate. There's people who, with de- depending on their degree, um, what it's in, but have master's degrees that make less than me. But I'm sure if, if you just told someone, I have a master's, she has an associate's, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, exactly. she just, and it's like, They oh, put brah. you in a class immediately. <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
0: So richer as compared to poorer, so money, yeah. Will give you a higher level on. Oh, for sure. Status. I mean, even
1: when people you know depicted in in movies and in, in shows. I mean, it's like you pass by a homeless person. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, they're probably a drug addict. They're po- and you know some could be Sometimes. for sure. Sometimes but they are, but, but there's lawyers everyone. who
0: are drug addicts as well. Thank there's you, musicians who do you. cocaine. backstage, every the time they come out,
1: <laughs> all the time. So it's like, why are we turning our our but notes you're better up to than them. them? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, that, mm-hmm. and I think like. Um, even in family dynamics. Like mm-hmm. if you have a two-parent home with parents who are married versus a single-parent home or mm. even like, um, like, two of the same sex parents you know Mm -hmm. those are typically looked down upon Mm -hmm. versus the traditional two parent home they are more superior even if the home's broken as heck and they're all screwed up it's like they're still better and it's like exactly
0: and it's like we've been conditioned to believe (laughs) in this American dream so you go to it's all it's even there's literally steps and if you don't do the steps right that brings you down a little bit yeah like if you have the baby before you get married it's like uh I mean
1: like you got a kid but like where's your spouse? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? Or even if you like don't go to college in there and then you're dating, it's kinda like, well focus on your education, graduate Mm -hmm. high school, go to or have children and if you don't go that way, what if I went to college and I got a bachelor's degree, but I'm a single mom. Yeah. And I don't get married until I'm fifty or never get married. Am I looked at as less than the woman who's twenty?
1: And got married. It's unfortunate. That's just how society is. And, I mean, this has been something that's gone on forever. Mm -hmm. It looks different. It looks different in every culture. It looks different in every, you know, time frame from the beginning of time. You know, it was always different social statuses Mm -hmm. and what was looked at as better and what was looked at as um, inferior. But it's always been going on. There's always Always. competition against people um, based on whatever, gender and race and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is not something new. I just feel like it's so um, just out there in your face now. Mm -hmm. Like you just see it all the time. Yeah, I
0: agree. So I want to talk about like the benefits. What do you gain from having social status? And it may not necessarily be a benefit actually but I mean what are the perks as opposed to someone who doesn't have that high social status like what are the negatives as well Um,
1: I think there's actually I mean I think people who are higher up benefit greatly (laughs) Um, I think if you are more attractive by you know the mass popularity or the mass population if they find you attractive then you typically get more um, open doors like whether if it's work or whatnot I think um, the more money you make mm-hmm. the more people want to be around you and True. hang out with you and want to be your friend um, so I think it can I think depending on where you're at in that I think it could benefit you a lot because mm-hmm. now you're getting um, opportunities that maybe other people who are quote-unquote inferior to you, uh, based off of this, um, hierarchy, uh, that they wouldn't be able to walk into that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are benefits to it. And I think, um, you know, unfortunately we just live in a broken world and it's Mm -hmm. always going to be like that. And, um, it kind of makes me think of the story of Esther and how, um, she was deemed beautiful Mm -hmm. and she's Found favor in the king's eyes versus all of the other women, and the only reason why she got into that position was because she was beautiful. Right. You know, is it fair? No, her it's not fair. Saved but it lives. was, it was <laughs> but there, that is what it is. She used her status to do something amazing.
0: Yes. That's so the... I, I
1: think that yes, it benefits us, and the people who have the right mindset about mm-hmm. it will use it in the right way.
0: Absolutely, I think that it's a lot of power that some people may not even Mm -hmm. ask for. You know what I mean? If you're talking about colorism or if you're talking about pretty privilege, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you said, what is uh, deemed as pretty by the masses? Um, and you're, you haven't done anything to earn that. You yeah. were just lucky you're that just you lucky, were born <laughs> light-skinned. <laughs> right. And so when you don't have pretty privilege or you don't have financial status or you don't have, uh, you know, or you weren't born with light skin or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you have to work so much harder. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I think it's important to recognize when you do get those things, you know, what it's like on the outside. And although I don't feel that people who, and I'm not talking about, like, financial status, per se, because I think that in the way that can be something that can be worked for. I'm more so focusing on the things that you naturally have that would give you higher status. Um, I don't think that anybody who has that should feel guilty about it. No, I mean, you
1: have it. (laughs) Like
0: Esther, use your powers for good. Um, I feel like If I was someone like Beyonce and I have that power, that that beauty, and women that want to be like me, I would use it all to empower women. Oh, for sure. To embrace oh, yeah. women, to bring them in, and to tell anybody who judges or puts down people who don't look like me or mm-hmm. who aren't like me that I don't want anything to do with you because yeah. they're trying to break that. So you want to use that power, you know, to help as many people as you oh, can. Oh, for
1: sure, yeah. Um, but I also think that um, it can come... Obviously, there's cons to, you know, Mm -hmm. for those who are on the lower spectrum of the hierarchy, you know, obviously they don't get as many opportunities or like you said, they have to work so much more harder to get to those places. But I even think that there are some. Um, cons for people who are higher up, I think there's more pressure on those people. Mm. I think a lot of times you feel like you have to keep up an image to maintain that status. Because just because you have um, beauty or money Mm. or fame, Uh, doesn't mean that you are exempt from, you know, getting quote-unquote canceled, you know, cancel culture. They'll cancel anyone for anything. So I feel like even then, those people have a lot of pressure that I have to maintain this look. I mean, you have women who are, you know, breaking the banks and potentially putting their lives in danger by doing all these surgeries mm-hmm. and stuff to maintain their status, mm-hmm. you know? There's people who who maybe they make a lot of money but it's not enough to keep their status or yeah. what they want so they start doing illegal things just to get to that place. Mm-hmm. They start tax evasion and all this other stuff. It's like, there can be cons that's to being true. higher up as well, especially if you're not in the right mindset. Yeah, in that. that's
0: very true. You have to um, respect everybody's journey because oh, yeah. I remember Kim Kardashian went viral, which is almost every day. But like every week I go on
1: there and it's something about her Every week.
0: <laughs> um, but she made a statement that for women, it was during women's month and she was saying that like Get off your oh, bus yes. and work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were really upset by that comment that. because it's like you grew up in a mini mansion in Calabasas yeah. and things were handed to you. For sure. And I was like, yeah, so my 24 hours and your 24 hours have never looked the same. Ever. Um, mm-hmm. But someone did say in her defense, which I can understand to an extent, they said that there's lots of people who are born into money and do absolutely nothing That's with true. it. That remain yeah. lazy and they don't mm-hmm. use the power yeah, that mean, they've because been given. Yeah, she's a hard worker. She's a very she, hard, a hard worker. worker. No
1: matter how she got to that point, place you know however she got to her fame um doesn't matter it matters that she i mean when i used to watch the show especially in the beginning i would see her like being sick as heck but still doing her That's still fulfilling her and she's her not duties. the first
0: woman who had a sex tape get put out yeah and not all of them not are all of them are a are mogul where she's at. yeah <laughs> you know exactly what I mean? so, so she does
1: work hard and i and i do agree with the with the statement of work hard. I do mm-hmm. because I think, you know, especially <laughs> in my field, seeing like it's like a revolving door with this younger generation that comes in mm-hmm. and they they work and they they miss and they no show and they know um it's just it's it's ridiculous and it's like why don't people just want to work? yeah Just work. So there is some truth behind it, but mm-hmm. also I get the fact of like but you had it. It's almost like the whole comment of Donald Trump saying that, like, his father gave him a small investment of so like, well, a million dollars. Not like million dollars. I wish I had a million-dollar investment. Like,
0: imagine what he thinks about us if he's seeing our bank accounts, okay? Oh, my gosh. No. Please <laughs> don't yeah. look at mine. <laughs> I think that that is where it comes in with the power. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I do appreciate about Kim Kardashian is she has started multiple businesses, and she's using her name, image, yeah. and likeness to... Uh, get people for for prison reform you know what I mean to get people out and that's what I think the key is especially if you worked hard for it you know what I mean if you come from a neighborhood where you know if you come from poverty yeah And you've worked really hard to get out of that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You say somebody like LeBron James or Emma Shumpert who talked about how poor they were growing up. I feel, in a sense, there is a responsibility Mm -hmm. to go back to your community and bring people up. Not to say, well, I'm LeBron James. I have social status now. I don't have to deal with you peasants anymore. Because you can easily do that. You know what I mean? Oh, easily. It's amazing how now that he's where he is, like he's looked at as elite. He's one of the Mm -hmm. elite. He's in rooms with people who... You know, we, we've we idolized as celebrities. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at Savannah, and I see some of the biggest celebrities commenting on her post. And I'm like, that's crazy because, like, 15 years ago, she was chilling on the west side somewhere. Right, you like, know she was I right mean? down the street from me. And y'all wasn't thinking <laughs> about her. But because she's LeBron James's wife, you see the Lalas and the Kim Kardashians and the Sierras all commenting on her post. Like, you look amazing. And, you know, it just goes to show how we can get up there and surround ourselves with other people like us and Mm -hmm. completely
1: forget about the people who, where we came from. So then do you think, and this, it could go either way, but do you think it is wrong to subscribe to the social hierarchy? Like, do you think it's wrong to know that you could benefit from it and use it to like your advantage? You know, because obviously, you know, people who, you know, come from rags to riches, mm-hmm. they do have options. They do. to do. Who, who they want to be around with. And I guess I can even further ask the question is, is it wrong to seek relationships based on status? I mean, I'm sure pe- some people answer yes, some people answer no. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what do you think? Do you think? Because those people have an option. They can they stay do. friends. I mean, and some do. Some do keep childhood friends. Yeah. Um, but is it wrong to say now I'm in this new status I'm going to hang out with only people in this status and forget about everyone else?
0: Well I think that it is not wrong to use your status to go up It is wrong to abandon certain people because of the status Mm -hmm. that you're in or because of the status that they're in. Now, I understand you have to let go of certain people when you come up, Mm -hmm. but if the sole purpose is because they're not where you're at or where you want to be to just abandon them, I don't think that's right. I think you should use your connections to continue to grow and build and change but to also Mm -hmm. bring up as many people as you can. That's what I think is wrong is to completely
1: abandon your community. Just based off the fact that, like, oh, I don't live there no more. Or I make more money than you. Yeah, you don't have money like me. You
0: don't dress like me. Like I feel like if I have a friend, if I, if I would have won that one point eight billion dollar lottery, I'm not gonna be like Gabby. Um, yeah, I can't really hang out with
1: you anymore. I'm a billionaire (laughs) now. (laughs) I'm a billionaire. now. I'm gonna be like, girl, we rich. (laughs) Exactly. Like we're rich. Okay, we're going to be
0: moving and buying our dream homes and you know and everything and having more opportunities, I'm yeah. not going
1: to completely just abandon the
0: people yeah. because you're not a billionaire too. Right. I agree.
1: I agree 100% with that. Like you said, I think there are obviously people that you have to let go and I think with the people that you let go are typically people who from your past are probably stuck doing the same old, same old, same yeah. old. They're not trying to grow. They're mm. not trying to be better. Like, I would I would hope that if I was to um, gain traction in a higher status, that um, that I would be able to influence those around me who maybe aren't—I I hate to say on that level yet, because it's not to say that you're superior, but who aren't growing at the same Absolutely. pace you're growing. And I think those are the people that you're kind of like. I have to distance myself from because yeah. you're 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 too different now. Yeah. Like before, maybe if you grew up in the same hood and, and and had, you know, the same struggles, you know, you can, you, you can relate more Mm -hmm. versus you breaking out from that in whatever way, whether it's education or, um, income or anything like that. If you break away and they're still down here struggling, 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 and you've maybe tried to drop gems for them to like help them grow. Maybe even said like, Hey, I can help you invest or I can help you, you know, with your education, finding course, like whatever. And they're still just like, ah, nah, like then I can see letting them go. But I definitely don't understand the people who let go of valuable friends, valuable relationships. Just And it happens. It does happen. Mm -hmm. You know, people will let go of that because they don't, they want to be looked at as something else and not be attached to things of their past. Yeah. And that's so sad because
0: that past is literally what made you who you are. Exactly. You know, so I think that, and I wish I remember his name, but I remember there's a story about an NFL player who ended up like going bankrupt because Mm -hmm. he bought a mansion and he had his whole family living there and just taking advantage of him and literally Mm -hmm. just giving them money. So you don't want to do anything like that, but you want to make sure that if you're giving out money, that you're actually... So, you know, because I want to clear it up because I did say you have a responsibility to help your community. I don't want that to be mistaken for you have a responsibility to take care of full grown adults. No,
1: absolutely not. No
0: matter how much money you got, like you are in your shoes, they're in their shoes. Mm -hmm. If they need help, you can help them. But no adult should ever be looking at you depending on you to, um, you know, bring them up or or make them rich or make them successful. That's on their own merit. But, you know, back to the original point, which is that. You don't want to stop. Like, okay. I'm all over the place. <laughs> but I feel like if you have a friend that has good character, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't want to abandon that person. That person can be extremely beneficial to you. Whether yeah. you want to hire them or you can introduce them to the right people in a field that they desire to get into. Yeah. But there's other ways than just cutting somebody out of your life based on where they are financially mm. or, you know, any other um, parts of the social hierarchy. that. Yeah,
1: mentioned. because I do believe that, like your circle can be a reflection of who you are. Absolutely. I do believe that your circle can influence you as well as you influence them. Um, so I, I do believe taking in caution who you have around you, no matter what your status is. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it, you would just hope that people would value really good people like you said with good character who are down for you who when you had nothing they were your friend and now you're like i got everything and i don't want to be your friend (laughs) yeah um which is sad but then do you think like when people are on that higher spectrum of this social hierarchy Mm -hmm. uh do you Do you think it's, I don't think, I think, I know what you're going to answer, but (laughs) (laughs) I guess just for purposes of the podcast, do you think it's okay for those people to look down on those who are lower on this pyramid, um, or do you think it's even right to have the mentality that people are superior than others? no i don't okay i figured you're gonna say no i, <laughs> I don't <that. laughs> because
0: i think that we're all equal i mm-hmm. think that in god's eyes we're yeah. all equal i think that god could literally care, care less. less how much money you uh, make uh, how many grammys you have yeah. how many degree you can have more degrees than a thermometer <laughs> yeah and it don't matter to god matter at to god. all he literally looks at you know Donald Trump the same way as he as somebody homeless begging yes. for money on the corner, like yeah. he looks at us all the same way, so I personally don't think it matters, mm-hmm. and that is why I feel like I go out of my way to be friendly with everyone because yes. I've been in situations where I feel mm-hmm. like people have literally looked right past me, yeah, you know what I mean and not seeing me because I wasn't able to participate in conversations about Ivy League schools or Division one schools or bachelor's degrees and master's degrees, and I felt yeah. like I have been looked over, so I go oh out of my God. way to try and make whoever feel welcomed around for sure. me because I would hate for anybody to ever feel like I look down on them. Yeah,
1: I agree. I, I try to treat everyone the same way. Now, I ain't gonna lie. If I walked past Beyonce, I'm gonna probably be screaming and fainting. I ain't gonna do that with just everyone. True. So I <laughs> get there are some things ha- that that could be, you know, that can. Influence Your reaction you.
0: will be different, but you don't yes. value her life. But I would not over value else's.
1: exactly, and you know, that's that's me. And that's you. But I'm sure there's people listening like, yeah, no. Like, if they got this, they got and And that's whatever. That's their opinion. I can't, you know, say anything against that. Um, But I I feel the same way. Like, God looks at us all the same exact way. way. Like, he created us all in his image, whether if you believe in him or not, whether if you love him or not, um, whether if you're rich or poor or black or white or Asian or whatever. Like, (laughs) he literally looks at us all the same. I mean, even in the Bible, it talks about Jesus being... Average-looking man, like it's like he was not like this. Like the characters y'all see, that, where it's somebody yes.
0: super fine. They always like try to
1: like depict him as this like flowy hair and like buff, and I'm like, oh, maybe he was, but I mean, they said he looked average. He, so he, he probably didn't eat for forty average. days and forty
0: nights, he so was, he was hungry listen, and he was probably I skinny. said
1: Jesus was scrawny. Jesus, forgive me.
0: Jesus he was scrawny in the flesh, and that's but, the only place. the flesh, that's but the the in only spirit, flesh.
1: <laughs> he was strong.
0: He was the Hulk. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, but it makes me think of like we. You always hear the term of um, you can't judge a book by its cover, True. and I think a lot of times in this uh, social hierarchy is that we oftentimes judge those people by their cover. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, they're pretty, I gotta be their friend. Oh, they're rich, I gotta hang out with them. Oh, they're famous, I need to meet them. And what we don't always think about is what's behind that cover. So you see that It's like we
0: don't even care what's
1: behind. We it. don't care. It's just because about like what you do. were saying, they could be drug addicts. They could be abusers. They could be cheaters. Mm-hmm. They could be just mean, just nasty bad people. people. They could be. Maybe they're really great, but some of them are probably really terrible. <sighs> so you can't just say, "Oh my gosh, this person's up here on the on the hierarchy." Like they, I, they're they're sought after. They're famous. They're all this stuff. They could be a total jerk, and you meet them and you hate them. <laughs> I just
0: there was a, a TikTok or something that went viral maybe like a month or so ago, and the girl was saying <laughs> that. She wishes her more of her friends, or she had more friends that were baddies like her. Yeah, yeah. she was like, That's I a wish weird. a very weird oh, and I rude thing to say right. because if I was her friend, can I you like, imagine me going on social media like, I wish I love my friends, but I wish I had friends that was baddies.
1: I would like, be like, um, excuse me,
0: like that was extremely <laughs> rude. But yeah, she was like, I wish I she had. Probably just,
1: doesn't have friends anymore.
0: And she was like, Well, no, don't get it wrong. My friends are cute, but I want friends that are baddies like me. And I'm like...
1: Yeah. Well, who wants to be someone's friend, even if they were a, I guess, baddie? Like, why would I want to be your friend if that's all you're wanting to be If that's all you care about. Because I look nice. Yes, and
0: it's (laughs) like, friends nowadays, because we spent a lot of time talking more about, like, rich people and... and, But I want to talk about, like... You know, regular everyday people okay. and, and the social status. Because I feel like a lot of times with friendships, people don't really want friends. They mm-hmm. want the friendship aesthetic. Oh, yeah. You want sure. to somebody pretty to take pictures with mm-hmm. and go do fun stuff yeah. with. Like, I get a lot of comments sometimes about, like, me and Gabby and, like, mm-hmm. people saying, like, oh my God, I love you guys' friendship Mm -hmm. and I would like that friendship. But it's so much more than just pictures. Oh, so much more. If I couldn't, like, really be real with you and be honest with Mm -hmm. you and not feel judged by you, then who cares about being able to go out and have fun and take pictures? Exactly. But I feel like that's what this generation is about. They want to take pictures with the person who's popular, the Mm -hmm. person who's known, Mm
1: -hmm. the person who's pretty, has the nicest clothes. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean, and it goes, I feel like those traits that you're I mean, they obviously are important to adults. We see it all the time. But I think it starts at childhood. Like, that, yeah. those popularity contests. Um, <laughs> you know, it was typically, when you're younger, it's typically the kids that have the, the nice clothes. Who yeah. could afford the nice clothes. Um, the kids who were more talented. Maybe they were in sports. Maybe they were in whatever. Something that just put them out there on the front. Um, maybe they were class clowns. There were people who got attention for something. They weren't the quiet person like me sitting in the back of the class, like shy as heck. Same. Um, But it starts with childhood, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, deep down inside, we all want to be accepted. We all desire love. We all desire relationships, and that's okay. It's when it starts going into this comparison yeah. of, like, I am better than you because... I can afford the forces and you were wearing K-Swiss, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was back then. Um, and then that trickles into adulthood, but it, yeah. it changes a bit. I mean, we still, we still definitely <laughs> look at the looks. That's always something that's there. The, the nicer you look, the nicer you dress, the more people think that you're better. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's obviously going to what we kind of mentioned earlier. is just the, the money and the degrees and, and are you married or do you have kids or, and, and even in that, mm-hmm. I wanted to make a point with, uh, men and women, I think it looks different, too, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like men who are unmarried are, like, these powerful, eligible bachelors. True. And these women who are older and not married are, like, what's wrong with you? Like, that is like so you're looked down on, like, why are you still single? And it's, like, why does he get all the, the exactly. cr- credits and whatnot for being this eligible b- bachelor? And now I'm, like, some... <laughs> Widow, well, I guess I'm not a widow, but like some <laughs> what would they call them like the spintress or spin- uh, what? spinster, spinster, <laughs> yes, yeah, like a spinster, like an old, like raggedy, crazy cat lady. Cat lady like, right. you get the cat I'm lady thing, like, like, why do I have to be married? Exactly. He's like the cool, awesome, He's the, guy. yeah, and it's
0: so. And I never thought I've thought about that with women, but I never thought about that with men because. No. It's so different, like, the reaction when they say, like, oh, he is so fine. He's this, he's that. And it's like, he's married. Uh, yeah. You know what I exactly. mean? And it's like, but when he was single, he was, like, you. Know, obviously you wouldn't try and talk to a married guy. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, people look at them and praise them, like, oh, he got it going on, this mm-hmm. and that. But as soon as you find out they're married, it's like, boo. Right. And it's the complete opposite for women, like, yes. what is that? But we, we already talk about kind of, like, mm-hmm. the double standards and why, oh my you know what I mean? Yes. It is looked at for, but that's that's a whole nother episode. Other episode. <laughs> but back to what you were saying about, like, childhood, I think it's crazy how it flips. Yeah. Like, in high school, when you are popular, and I just was watching a TED Talk where a guy was saying how, like, uh, studies show that, like, the kids who were most popular in high school are not that now as adults. Because it's like back then, you get all this attention for clothes and shoes Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I think that it's not so much about schoolwork. The nerds and stuff kind of get blown off. The people who actually care about school, the people who care about things that are actually needed to make you a successful person as an adult get blown off in high school. So when you get older and you only have shoes and you sell drugs and you smoke and drink and stuff, the things that we thought were so cool in high school, the nerds are now... Graduating college and getting degrees and getting higher paid jobs, and now they're the ones who are highly sought after. So it's amazing how it like it it kind of flips.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, (laughs) and it's it's kind of sad, but I mean, it's it's normal. I feel like it's it's always going to be that way. I I oftentimes wonder, like, when I hear about bullying and and a lot of that is based off of like popularity and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but. Um, I'm always thinking, like, where are the parents doing? Why are they not teaching their kids? But I feel like it's just it's just something that's just in this world that you kind of have to the deal with. The parents be just as bad yes. sometimes. Sometimes that's where they learn it from. Exactly. <laughs> that's where they learn it from. Because
0: you should never be proud of your child being a bully yeah. or putting down other kids or think that's funny or cute or anything. And I was going to say, like, do you think it starts out at home? Because sometimes as kids, you have parents who are... Always about appearance with their mm-hmm. children. Like, your hair has to always be perfect. Your clothes yes. have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then that sets up that expectation for the child.
1: Yeah. And then it causes the separation. Think, I definitely think it can start at home for certain cases. Um, actually both spectrums. Like, you know, not just the spectrum of uh parents who are always trying to have their kid perfectly put together. And you won't have an A. You're grounded for who knows how long. Um, but on the other side of the kids who are... um. Less popular. Mm-hmm. They sometimes have parents who maybe aren't as invested Now I'm not saying all of them but maybe they're not as invested in how they look Mm -hmm. you know maybe they don't care if their kid goes to school with unbrushed hair Mm -hmm. or didn't brush their teeth or missed their bath for three days maybe they don't care if their kid um has you know some social anxiety and doesn't Mm -hmm. really know how to to overcome that or they don't care uh, or they don't talk to their kids about these issues and a lot of times that can just keep that kid in that place and as they grow older you know some do but but Mm -hmm. some do stay down there. And I think um, as a child... Uh, I mean, our mental and emotional health are always important. But as children, we're so fragile. And if we don't have someone pouring into us or don't come across someone who pours into us, it's easy for us to stay in those broken places from childhood.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, like, a lot of success stories that you hear, you will hear from somebody who had that one person, Mm -hmm. you know, that invested in them and told them, like, hey, uh, you can do better. Like, I read Viola Davis's book, and it was her Upward Bound teacher, That, you know, it was literally her going to Upward Bound and meeting children from different cultures and hearing their stories and her teacher pushing her. You know, she said that her teacher at Upward Bound was the first person to tell her she was beautiful because he heard her saying that she was ugly and stuff. And he was like, are you crazy? I don't want you to ever say that again. You're beautiful. And that was her first time hearing that. And it just changed her whole world. And it's just amazing how like somebody can come in and just show you the truth Mm -hmm. um, when it's being blocked by societal standards and societal pressure is like you don't have to look like this model to be considered beautiful you may look completely completely opposite i mean
1: beauty's in the eye of the beholder and everyone has yes what they desire and um you know that's not wrong if you desire a certain look but i don't i think it's wrong to say based off a of society. Yes. You are this. It's and we like have to figure not... out... I
0: think it's our responsibility, all of us, to figure out how to combat that like how do we stop it because we fall victim to it oh we beat ourselves up about our weight every single day i know Mm -hmm. women we struggle with that bad like constantly feeling like we're not small enough or i ate too much and we talked about before like eating disorders and potentially thinking about that at such tender ages like little girls thinking about how to be skinnier and stuff and it's like Mm -hmm. how do we stop that like how do we start to slowly but surely teach these children Yeah. a different way. Unfortunately,
1: I think I think a lot can change, you know, starting especially at home, you know. But, again, I just feel like we live in a fallen world and some things are always going to be those, those ways. So there's just certain evil, certain bad things in this world that I feel mm-hmm. like it's just going to be that way just because it's a broken world and we're broken people. And a lot of times misery loves company. And, um, sometimes people feel like if we put others down, it makes me feel better. It makes my, we talked about before my Mm -hmm. light shines brighter, which it doesn't, but they feel like if they dim someone else's light, that it makes them, you know, more attractive to Mm -hmm. other people. Um, so I feel like, when we're pouring into the younger generation and telling them they're beautiful and telling them, you know, I, I personally, this is me. I don't let my son have social media. He's 15 now. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's, the time's coming, you know, mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's older, but you know, at 15, he doesn't have social media. Um, but I even think that like being very restrictive, because I think for this generation, social media is everything in, in, yes. in, I I don't know some... I mean, boys deal with it for sure, but I can speak as a woman. Girls have so many pressures to have these unrealistic standards that's like, first off, you're 12. No, of course you're not going to look like a a 30-year-old woman. (laughs) You're not even then developing. You're not even... Yeah, you haven't even come close to it. So I think pouring into them and, and, and being cautious of what they're putting into their minds and in their hearts and who they're surrounding themselves with, just being more involved in their lives... It will help, but unfortunately, just because we live in this world, there's just going to be so many evils that we're going to constantly have to fight up again. But we have to be concerned with our home, mm-hmm. and I think, like, once you are concerned with your home, you can start trickling that. Like, if, if I'm sitting my son down and I'm pouring into him, that light could shine to another kid that he comes across who may not be getting that, yeah, you know, so it can, it can it's almost like it's contagious mm-hmm. Like you can you can be a positive influence to other people who may not have that in their own home.
0: Yeah, I agree Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a lot when it comes to kids <laughs> It goes all, all the way back like we think it starts in high school, but it starts at home It literally does, it does. teaching your children to love themselves no matter what and since we're, we're since we're talking about children, let's talk about like partners. Looking yeah. for somebody who you want to be with, someone mm-hmm. potential partner to marry.
1: The
0: mm-hmm. um, social status matter then, because I feel like social status status matters in some situations. Okay, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like if I'm looking for someone to speak at an engagement to get tickets to get butts in seats i'm going to reach out to someone who's very well known in the city who knows a lot of people i'm not going to pick someone who doesn't you know what i mean so i think in some situations it matters does it matter in choosing a partner
1: i think to a degree um and i say that because um if you're someone if i'm someone a woman who makes a hundred thousand a year Mm -hmm. and um, maybe I'm very involved in the community or I do a lot of, like, charity work or something. Like, let's just say that's my, my role. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not going to look for a man who makes 30000 and doesn't really want to be involved in things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm great-looking like Beyonce. Well, I <laughs> guess Jay Z is not really attractive to me, so I can't use that example because she finds him attractive. It must be a cash. Because <laughs> that was a bad example because I don't find him attractive. I'm sorry, Beyonce, that's your man. You, you love him. You she said she likes those Jackson Five nostrils. Listen. I get it. <laughs> uh, you not that's by just, yourself, But don't. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> You're um, <not> by <laughs> Like, there are certain things, like, there's certain things that you want to be similar mm. to, I think, for a woman. Now, men, that might be different because I don't think the vast majority of men look for women who make the same amount of money or more.
0: Well, there's, I think there's still social, their status. It may not be financial for men. Might be looks. But looks. looks. Yeah. They want the perfect body. They yeah. want, we just, we talked about it now. We we go for the dad mm-hmm. bods, but they want, you <laughs> they know, want p- perfection. Per- perfect and so, body. yeah, I agree with you. I think that you should have your standards. For sure. And I think that doesn't make you a person who, you know, is... A classist or anything like that mm-hmm. I think that it just means That you need a partner Who is going to be able To fit your lifestyle For sure If you yes. are a person Who makes $100,000 a year And you travel a lot Say you travel the world a lot um, And then you meet a partner Who can't afford to do that Are mm-hmm. you going to carry this partner? Right. Are you going to be paying For everything for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or would you like to date someone Who is in, able to do Those same things yeah. as you?
1: Yeah so I don't think There's anything wrong with it Now I do think I personally think it's wrong when people are, um, like, gold diggers. Like, they Mm -hmm. look for people who are higher status of any kind just to live off of them, like you said. Because um, they can carry you. They can get you into the rooms that you couldn't be in um, before. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're using people for that, I think that's when it's wrong. But if you just have preferences and you know, like... And I still, I I don't know how to use this term because I don't like (laughs) saying on my level Mm -hmm. because I think that sounds bad. But when you're in the same, I guess, lane or same season of Mm -hmm. life, um, you want someone to match you. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't imagine Beyonce being with, uh, kindergarten no, a kindergarten side. teacher yeah. not, not to say nothing wrong with kindergarten teachers but i just couldn't see it yeah no. i would see someone who's just as powerful as her who's made as much influence as her you know just because it matches and he would just simply not well, I be able I say to say that because nikki minaj whole situation but I, I we shouldn't be talking about celebrity i shouldn't be talking about celebrities what i'm mean? just saying like i don't get that
0: yeah but you that. want someone who understands you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a kindergarten teacher would probably have a really hard time hard with time. a wife who is in the studio for three days at a time right. sometimes because she is crazy yeah. when it comes to her work and, and she, traveling and all, all over of the that place. stuff. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're are you gonna? No, you're gonna want somebody who you can actually spend time with every day. Yeah. Maybe you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. that's most likely what it is. So you kind of mm-hmm. want somebody whose lifestyle fits and matches yes. your lifestyle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with that um, at all.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I think that's it. Did you have anything else? So I got a shameless plug. So so we talked about kids, okay, (laughs) and how do we combat those things Mm -hmm. as as a um, as a child? How do we combat them feeling the need to meet societal pressures or feeling the need to put other people down to make themselves feel better? Shameless plug. My daughter, (laughs) Madison, Mm -hmm. is the illustrator on a book by Devin Bernadette. And the book is called Children Are Wonderfully Made. Mm -hmm. If you want to help your child to be able to look at themselves and tell themselves they're beautiful, uh, aside from what they wear, aside from how they look, aside from how much they have, this book literally covers everything. It literally talks about like... You know, a child who deals with insecurities of not having as many friends or not having as, as many siblings or toys or clothes or, you know, whatever they struggle with, talents or anything. All of it is covered in the book. I really think it's a great, great, great book for kids. I know I wish I had it as a kid. Yeah. I wish I had that resource to refer back to whenever I feel sad or lonely. So if you have a child and you want to help them yes. combat all of these things, the link is below. You can mm-hmm. purchase it at barnesandnoble.com. You can get an ebook, you can get audible, you can get hard mm-hmm. copy, you know, you can get however you like to read. It's available. The link is below. Make sure you support because the money yes. goes to it is a black author, black illustrator, black designer who, um, who helped with the illustrations. Everybody who was involved, you know, could definitely use your support. So make sure yeah. you click that link. And
1: even if you don't have kids, if you have nieces and nephews, if yeah. you have cousins, if you have a neighbor who has a kid, if you have a friend who has a kid, like buy the book. It's, it's, it's great for them. <laughs> um, <Thank> but <laughs> yes, thank you in advance. <laughs> Um, but as always, we just thank you all for listening. Um, make sure that you scroll down and subscribe. All you gotta do is hit the subscribe button, hit that five star review for us. And if you're got an extra 10, 20 seconds, just write a quick little review, even if it's great job. Awesome. Love it. (laughs) Like it takes. That's it. Two seconds. <laughs> so um, we would so appreciate that. That just helps us grow. Mm-hmm. Um, share the podcast, whether it's on your social media or word of mouth. Um, we appreciate all that. We appreciate the support. Um, everything is in the description. As Nikki said, the link for the book will be in the description, as yes. well as all of our social media and ways to get in contact with us. And thank you all so much for listening. Bye.